A reading from the book of the prophet Joel. Even now, says the Lord, return to me with your whole heart, with fasting and weeping and mourning. Rend your hearts, not your, gar- not your garments, and return to the Lord your God, for gracious and merciful is he, slow to anger, rich in kindness, and relenting in punishment. Perhaps he will again relent and leave behind him a blessing, offerings and libations for the Lord your God. Blow the trumpet in Zion, proclaim a fast, call an assembly, gather the people, notify the congregation, assemble the elders, gather the children and the infants at the breast, let the bridegroom quit his room and the bride her chamber. Between the porch and the altar, let the priests, the ministers of the Lord, weep and say, Spare, O Lord, your people, and make not your heritage a reproach with the nations ruling over them. Why should they say among the peoples, Where is their God? Then the Lord was stirred to concern for his land and took pity on his people. The word of the Lord. Thanks Thanks be to God. Mercy on me, O God, in your goodness. In the greatness of your compassion, wipe out my offense. Thoroughly wash me from my guilt, and of my sin cleanse me. Be merciful, O Lord, for we have sinned. For I acknowledge my offense. And my sin is always before me. Against you only have I sinned and done what is evil in your sight. Be merciful, O Lord, for we have sinned. A clean heart create for me, O God, and a steadfast spirit renew within me. Cast me not out from your presence, and your Holy Spirit take not from me. Be merciful, O Lord, for we have sinned. Give me back the joy of your salvation, and a willing spirit sustain in me. O Lord, open my lips, and my mouth shall proclaim your praise. Be merciful, O Lord, for we have sinned. A reading from the second letter of St. Paul to the Corinthians. Brothers and sisters, 
We are ambassadors for Christ, as if God were appealing through us. We implore you on behalf of Christ, be reconciled to God. For our sake he made him to be sin who did not know sin, so that we might become the righteousness of God in him. Working together then, we appeal you, we appeal to you, not to receive the grace of God in vain, for he says, in an acceptable time I heard you, and on the day of salvation I helped you. Behold, now is a very acceptable time. Behold, now is the day of salvation. The word of the Lord. Reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Glory to you, Jesus said to his disciples, Take care not to perform righteous deeds in order that people may see them. Otherwise, you will have no recompense from your heavenly Father. When you give alms, do not blow a trumpet before you, as the hypocrites do in the synagogues and in the streets, to win the praise of others. Amen, I say to you, they have received their reward. But when you give alms, do not let your left hand know what your right is doing, so that your almsgiving may be secret, and your Father who sees in secret will repay you. When you pray, do not be like the hypocrites, who love to stand and pray in the synagogues and on street corners so that others may see them. Amen, I say to you, they have received their reward. But when you pray, go to your inner room, close the door, and pray to your Father in secret, and your Father who sees in secret will repay you. When you fast, do not look gloomy like the hypocrites. They neglect their appearance so that they may appear to others to be fasting. Amen, I say to you, they have received their reward. But when you fast, anoint your head and wash your face so that you may not appear to be fasting, except to your Father who is hidden. And your Father who sees what is hidden will repay you. The Gospel of the Lord.
If you think about it, especially on the heels of such revelry and celebration, Fat Tuesday, the traditions that are so rich in our culture of New Orleans, the southeastern state uh, area of the state of Louisiana with Mardi Gras. When we move into the time of Lent, there is a a weightiness to this season. You can just, nobody has to tell, you just know there's something significant about Lent, above and beyond any other. And I've said it as a priest, I, I'll say there's no other season like the season of Lent. None. And I believe it's rightly to be the case because we know that what we have gathered for is something that God desires more than anything else. He wants reconciliation. He wants reunion. He wants friendship. He wants love for love. And so we hear the words of the prophet Joel. He's calling the people to drop everything. They're at a time in which famine is rampant, disease, food is scarce. It's a dire situation. And he calls for everyone to come together, from the youngest to the eldest, to cry out to God, who is slow to anger and rich in compassion. This is the appeal, and God hears the cry of the people. Call for the fast. St. Paul reminds us that we are to be ambassadors, that we have been set up as ambassadors for the Lord. And the, the righteousness, the, the, to be able to live in righteousness, is because of God's initiative. The one who was without sin was made sin for us. That we might recognize the magnanimity of the Lord's mercy and love. It's boundless. It has no limit. And there is nothing God will not do or would not do for us to have this opportunity to do what? Return to me with your whole heart with fasting, with mourning, with weeping. Rend your hearts, not your garments. Return. And it seems like no matter how you read the gospel, how it's received or how it's proclaimed, it always tends to give us some word of paradox. Here Jesus is giving us clear instructions about the pillars of the spiritual life, prayer, fasting, and almsgiving. And he says, make it a point to do it in a hidden, inconspicuous way. And in a couple of moments, we're going to have ashes rubbed upon our foreheads. You can see mine here already. <laughs> you know, it's Valentine's Day. Father Maestri was preaching at the noon mass, and he says, you know, I think God was, you know, I wonder if he has a sense of humor, kind of like he's, you know, does he... He's aligned us all with Valentine's Day, a day in which abstinence and fast, one main meal, one main meal. And, you know, a day when usually we give chocolates and it's a romantic type of a love, expression of love, and, and yet we're being told to abstain, to fast. I don't have a stencil that I can, you know, use the ashes and make a nice heart on your forehead. I, I can't do that, but I will impress a symbol that represents the greatest love imaginable. No greater love than to lay down one's life for one's friends. This is the word of Christ. 
We are being invited to go into the battlegrounds. The battlegrounds of where? Where are the where is the battleground? It's the desert of the heart. Jesus will lead us this weekend. This first Sunday of Lent, we will go into the desert with the Lord. He wants us, he desires us, he needs us to be with him. As together we understand and learn what it looks like and what it feels like and what it is to be the beloved of God, to do everything on the basis of, what, of who God says we are. This is a reality that prayer, fasting, and almsgiving when embraced as disciplines, as a way of expressing our acknowledgement that when those ashes are put on our foreheads, it's not to make a spectacle of ourselves, but it's rather to take responsibility for what? Take responsibility, first of all, for being an ambassador that announces to the world, all is not right in the world. Things are not the way they ought to be. That's the first thing. The second thing we are acknowledging is that we have contributed to why it's not the way it's supposed to be. We've all strayed away from the way of the Lord. We've all sinned on some level in some way. So this is about a turning. There's one of two ways the ashes can be impressed upon your forehead with the words, repent and be faithful to the gospel or believe in the gospel or remember that you are dust and to dust you shall return all of which are meant to impress upon us the temporality of this life. We are not here forever. We're passing through. We're, we're on a pilgrimage. We're in exile. I remember after um, departing, we, we had to evacuate. We went up after for Katrina. My mom and my sisters and my brother, we were up in uh, College Station, Texas. And I was listening to the news report on Fox News, it happened to be, and they were referring to us as aliens, as refugees. And I said, what is this? What do you mean, that's my mom? What do you mean? I said, who, who, who's an alien? Who's a refugee? I'm not an alien. I'm not a refugee. Oh, yes, we are. I said, no, you, you, you can accept that title. I'm an American citizen. I'm, I'm in a situation of emergency. I had to evacuate. It's not by choice that I'm in this situation, but here we are. You're something else, but Kyle, they're, they're telling us we're aliens, we're refugees. I said, you can be the alien refugee. I said, the only title I will accept, Katrina or no Katrina, emergency or no emergency, I will accept the title of being called an exile because I am, I am an exile until I arrive back from whence I came. We came from God, we're going back to God. Jesus comes to show us the way, to give us the consolation of the truth that life, that life is about giving. Giving oneself away for love. And in this way, we procure that which cannot be taken away from us. Remember how Mary was addressed by Jesus when, when Martha made the, the, uh, the complaint? Lord, this is, look, help her. Martha, Martha, you're anxious. You're worried about many things. Your sister Mary has chosen the better part and it shall not be taken from her. We're being invited to embrace, to take the better part. Prayer, 
It's about the interior life. That's why he says, go to your inner room. Close the door. Your father who sees in secret, he will, he will acknowledge what's happening there. He will give you what you need. He will reward you accordingly. He will grant you the grace that you need. What will that look like for some of us this, this Lenten season? Maybe it's going to be the praying of the daily rosary, 15, 20 minutes every day. Certainly we can afford to give the Lord 15 or 20 minutes. And it's about discipline, developing the habit, the discipline of doing the necessary first and then let everything else flow from that. It may be going to daily Mass. We've moved the Mass time from 7.30 in the morning to 7 o'clock in the morning. Tomorrow morning Mass will be at 7 a.m. Friday, 7 a.m. Monday, 7 a.m. Tuesday, 7 a.m. And also in the evening, 7 p.m. Friday, two Masses. 7 a.m. in the morning, 6 p.m. in the evening. Fish fries are here. Remember, the body, the, the, the spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak. Knights of Columbus. Thank God for the Knights of Columbus. They provide us with such wonderful fish Fish plate and shrimp, you have options. Menus are hanging on the bulletin boards. See them here and there. Many of the knights are among us tonight. These are the trappings that will assist us in remaining focused on what the Lord is inviting us to. A rediscovery, a return to the Lord. A return. Fasting. Fasting. Depriving ourselves, denying out, mortifying ourselves. Depriving ourselves of something that we ordinarily, maybe we've, in, in, in a disordered way, have given ourselves over too much to. Now step away from it. Make a statement to the Lord. And tell him, I'm tired, I'm, I'm choosing, I'm choosing to no longer be a contributor to the problems. I want to be, I want to be a participant in the healing in the, in the transformation that you alone can realize. I, I choose to be a part of this. Almsgiving. What return shall you and I make to the Lord for all the good he has done? Whatever we deprive ourselves of, if it's going to be sweets, if it's going to be whatever it is, take those revenues, give it to the poor. Whom Jesus assures us we will always have the poor with us. But we will not always have him as he is among us. He will not always be in this way, just as we will not always be in this way. We are in a process of being transformed. The ashes are reminding us one day it shall come to an end. And when it does, we will be taken up by the Lord. And he will call forth from us in accounting of our stewardship, of our time, our talent, our treasure. The greatest treasure you and I have is the, is the life God has breathed into us. Let's strive to do the best we can to make this fast, this, this time of fasting, a great fast, so that when the great feast of Easter comes to us, it'll be something else. You ever notice if you've ever been successful in depriving yourself of one of your favorite foods, whatever it might be, if it's a sweet or if it's a particular plate, that when you have the opportunity to have it again, do you notice how much better the food tastes? You ever notice that? Or drink, whatever it is, when you have it, it's like, oh my goodness, what has happened here? 
Yes. Temporary. A time for us to step back and put in perspective that which is eternal in relationship to that which is temporal. Jesus is with us. He's inviting us today. The clarion call has been made. Now is the acceptable time, St. Paul says. Now, behold, now is the day of salvation. And look at the psalm today. This is about embracing the gift of salvation. Give me back the joy of your salvation. Psalm 51 today is responsorial. And a willing spirit sustain in me. O Lord, open my lips and my mouth shall proclaim your praise. No, I don't have a stencil. I won't be able to carve, give you a nice tattoo or image of a, a heart this evening. It's Valentine's Day, St. Valentine's Day, to be specific. Do you know how it came to be? He was a priest. He refused to renounce his faith in Christ. And he refused to let his brothers and sisters persist in pagan worship in Rome at the time. They couldn't believe he had the audacity to not call, uh, you know, acquiesce to what they have always held up. He says, how can I once I know the truth? And you need to know the truth as well. So they threw him in the, in the prison. While he was in the prison, there was this young lady in there and she befriended him. Valentine was preaching and teaching her, and she became very enamored and very much, maybe even came to faith. So they came to take him away for execution, to bring him to the judge for execution. He left her a note, a personal note of gratitude and appreciation for her and the sharings that they had while they were incarcerated there. And he signed it, Your Valentine. This is where it comes from from your valentine. But when he got to the, to the judge, the judge was like, well, what is it here? Now, you, 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 you're maintaining this position, this posture of faith in this man called Jesus. How is it? Where's the proof that he is who he is? If he is indeed who he says, who you say he is, and who he says he is, then cure my daughter. My daughter's been blind for so many years now. Let him cure my daughter. And then if that happens, then I will believe. So, Valentine bowed his head and prayed over the child. Her sight was restored. And the judge in that very moment says, then that's it. I accept and believe what you say. I will obey whatever you tell me to do. Well, when the prefect found out that the judge was converted, <laughs> all hell sort of broke loose then. Valentine would ultimately be put to death. But that didn't matter. He persevered. He held fast to the love that he experienced that was poured into his heart. You and I have received the same love. What are we prepared to do with it? in these 40 days of sojourn. Let us not shy away from the opportunity, from the invitation to make this Lent 
a time of great fasting, of great prayer and almsgiving in such a manner that nobody needs to know or nobody really will know what it is that we have chosen to do or not to do for love of the Lord. They don't need to know because you know why? If we're doing what we're supposed to be doing with the help of God, they will see for themselves the change. And even if we falter in whatever we choose to take up as a spiritual discipline, if at the end of it all, you and I have a greater desire to be closer to Christ, then you and I have succeeded in what this season is all about. If today you hear his voice, Harden not your hearts. God love you.